Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. All right, appreciate you tuning in this afternoon. Six minutes after one. In half an hour, we'll connect with Jay Woodcroft, the coach of the Bakersfield Condors, the Oilers farm team winning both their games on the weekend, preseason games against Calgary's farm team, the Stockton Heat. They'll start the AHL season on Friday, once again taking on Stockton. Again, Making Coco, the documentary about Grant Fewer, produced by Adam Scorgi, is going to be shown at Rogers Place on October 17th. Tickets will be 20 bucks. They go on sale Thursday at 10 through rogersplace.com. Keeping an eye on baseball this afternoon, NL Central tiebreaker, Brewers and Cubs tied 1-1. That is in the bottom of the seventh. Oilers now presented by Digitex, trusted by 630 Ched. Visit their new e-commerce site and order supplies, printers, and more. Digitex.ca. If you would like to reach out... You can text us on our Westlock Ford text line at 63630. Our phone number is 780-496-0063, the hotline for River Cree Resort and Casino. This October, the River Cree turns 12, and they'll be giving away over $120,000 guaranteed in cash and cars. Celebrate with River Cree and swipe your Players Club card to start earning free ballots into our promotions. This is their big thank you for allowing them to be the number one casino in Edmonton and area, 780-496-0063. Also got a special note handed to me today. By handed to me, I mean I got an email. Uh, regular listener and texter Chris from Victoria turns 50 today. Now, we're not going to start doing birthday wishes for everybody. And I'm not going to get into the whole story behind this, but we did get a uh, uh, kind of an emotional email from one of Chris's friends. And uh, Chris has been a pretty good, pretty good friend to this guy through a tough time for the last few months. So uh, the, this other gentleman was saying, could you wish Chris from Victoria happy 50th? I don't know if Chris is tuning in right now. I know he listens regularly. So Chris from Victoria. Happy 50th birthday. New Jersey up 2-1 on SC Burn. Four and a half minutes left in the second period. And, of course, the Oilers will play Cologne on Wednesday. We'll have breakfast with the Oilers starting at 7, the game at 8. The Oilers notes today, Ty Ratty back on the ice after missing Saturday's game. Chris Russell did not practice. Adam Larson left practice early. Neither man will play against the Cologne Sharks. Miko Koskinen will be the goaltender. Jakob Yerbeck traded to St. Louis for a conditional sixth-round pick in 2020. It becomes a fifth-rounder if he plays more than 50 games this season. Pontus Aberg waived by the Oilers yesterday, claimed by the Anaheim Ducks today. So that's it for Pontus Aberg. 
The German fans are going to be pulling for Leon Dreisaitl and also for Toby Reeder when the Oilers take on Cologne. Bob sat down with Reeder after practice. How cool has this been to come back to your home country and to uh, you know to be with an Oilers team with, frankly, a cavalcade of you know you got Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl on this team. You're another one of the German guys, but what's this been like? You know, it's uh, it's been great so far. You know, we get treated really well, and uh, you know, it's uh, it's just fun being around a couple familiar faces, and you know, talk to speak German to them, and uh, and uh, yeah, it's just uh, fun bringing the whole team, you know, to your home country and uh, playing a game here. I remember when Uwe Krupp coached uh, the German team at the World Championships in Quebec City one year, and Germany didn't play too well, and uh, you're you're laughing already, and if some people were questioning the plight of German hockey at that time but you know there are some players coming you're in the league obviously Leon has a chance I think to be uh, the best uh, German player that's maybe ever played uh, are we seeing that it's more than just the soccer producing country because let's face it this, this country is about as deep as there is in the world when it comes to what we consider soccer over in North America but football in Europe yeah uh, you know that's true but uh, um, you know the I think the German hockey has gone a long way uh, it's, I feel like every summer I'm coming back it's getting better and better and uh, obviously it helped a lot uh, winning the silver medal at the Olympics so you know there's a there's a hype about hockey uh, since they since the Olympics and uh, you know I feel like they've taken steps forward one of the things the Germans did in soccer after crashing out of the Euro back in 2000 they, one of the things uh, Germany did in soccer after crashing out in the Euro in 2000 is they focused on skill 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 Canada did the same thing in hockey is that is that an area that maybe Germany has really emphasized with hockey development over the last four to six years is greater emphasis in skill. Uh, good question. <laughs> you know, uh, um, like I don't see too much of you know how the development, how, yeah, how the development will work. Will work. Uh, you know, I just see it. You know, playing on the national team then after the season and. Uh, and uh, yeah, and I see it in my hometown. You know how they try to make uh, hockey development better. You know they get more coaches on the ice for younger kids, and uh, they get more kids to play hockey. So I think that's the most important thing. Who was your favorite player growing up as a kid? Uh, it was uh, Marco Stern. Marco Stern. Yeah, he's uh, he's from my hometown, and uh, you know I'm, I know him pretty well. My parents know him pretty well. So and, uh, that, and, now, and now he's coaching the team. Yes, exactly. So. Uh, no, when I grew up, uh, you know, there, were, there weren't too many German players who made it in the NHL, so I, I was, he's somebody I looked up to. For the Oilers, last year was a step back after a pretty good year of the year before. You chose to come to Edmonton, especially given the contract you signed. You would have had an option to any other team in the league. Have you, you know, I guess the question is why, ultimately. <laughs> was Edmonton the right fit for you? Because you, you didn't sit there and take a long-term deal, which you could have got from other clubs. Why was the Oilers the right fit in your opinion? Uh, you know, I just had a good feeling about it, you know. They're they're still a young team, you know. They've uh, they have great players, obviously, and uh, and it just I, I just had a feeling that this is going to be a good year, you know. That's what happens with a young team. They they go far in the playoffs, and then you they have a down year. But uh, um, you know, I'm uh, I'm really confident in this season, and uh, and I just like the fit. I thought I would fit here fit in here really well, so. Uh, you know, there wasn't too much thinking going on. How important is it to be flexible? Because they have played you all, you haven't, I mean, you started with Leon and Luch, but you've moved around a bit. So the guy's got to be a good teammate in that respect, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. Um, Even today in practice, <laughs> I noticed you're bouncing around a little. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, I haven't I haven't found my line yet, or, uh, you know, it's uh, obviously up to the coach stuff, but I don't mind, you know, uh, being flexible. Uh, 
I think it's good for a player if you're flexible. They can put me on the on the penalty kill. They can put me on a power play. They can put me on the left or the right side. And uh, you know, I can play a, like a top six or a bottom six role. So you know, wherever wherever there's need, I think uh, I could fill that role. All right, so that's Toby Reeder, signed by the Oilers as a free agent on July 1st. And, yeah, talking about versatility at the end of that interview with Bob after the the team practice in Germany today. And I wonder where he is going to wind up, or will he wind up anywhere? He might be a bit of a jack-of-all-trades type guy. I mean, he can kill penalties, did get a shorthanded goal in the preseason. He's still relatively young himself. He just turned 25 in uh, in January. The Oilers originally took him 114th overall in 2011. He started on the right wing with Dreisaitl and Lucic, you know, played lower in the lineup for a game. He uh, went up to Ty Raddy's spot with McDavid and Nugent Hopkins on Saturday with Raddy on the lineup. And uh, there was a rotation at practice today, him and Yamamoto switching off on the right side with Dreisaitl and Lucic. I think the way Yamamoto played in the preseason, and I guess they still have one preseason game left, I I would think Yamamoto is going to get the first crack to be in the top six. And maybe Reeder drops down and plays either on line three or four. I I think the, the forwards here who are, in my mind anyway, if everybody's healthy... Well, maybe there's only one for it. I think Drake Kajula is most likely to be scratched on Saturday when it when it when it comes around to setting the lineup. Chason is still here. Now he is on a PTO, not signed. I think that's going to happen. So your 14 forwards: Nugent Hopkins, McDavid, Raddy, Lucic, Drysital, Yamamoto, Reader, Kara, Strom, Puliyarvi, Kajula, Brodziak, Cassie, and Chason. Maybe Chason's a guy who comes in and out. Kajula comes in and out. Maybe Cassian at times. And uh, maybe those guys are 12 through 14 and you're rolling with the other guys. And Reader can kind of hopefully pop in anywhere and be effective. He is smart. He is smart. You know, looks like he knows where to go on the ice. I don't know if he's going to blossom into a, into a consistent scorer. I mean, he did have a 16-goal season with the Coyotes in 16-17. Last year, played 78 games, split between the Coyotes and the Kings, got 12 goals. I think if Reeder can get to 15 or the high teens this year for the Oilers, that's going to be a pretty good season. It is 1-15, still 2-1, New Jersey leading SC Burn. That's in the final minute of the second period. Some guests on Oilers now get gift certificates to Japanese Village. Steak and seafood cooked right at your table. Japanese Village, Edmonton South, downtown, north side, and also in Sherwood Park. We will have Jay Woodcroft coming up, and you'll hear from Ethan Bear, who sticking around and he's had a pretty good preseason bob spoke to him we'll get to that when we get back this is oilers now with bob stoffer on oilers radio 630 chad all right thanks a lot for tuning in today it is 119 reed wilkins sitting in for bob stoffer on oilers now always a pleasure to talk to you we have jay woodcroft coming up after the 130 news mark specter will be joining me in studio tomorrow don't forget to book with new west travel oilers fans join oilers now on two great road trips to nashville and las vegas to see the oilers play in two of the most exciting arenas in the league the oilers now package includes airfare accommodation great game tickets including a private suite in vegas all 
familiar transportation, a welcome reception with Bob Stoffer and special guests, and parking at Value Park at Edmonton International Airport. Limited space to get on these road trips to see Nashville and Las Vegas. For the Oilers Now road trips, call the travel experts at New West Travel, 780-432-7446 or online at newwesttravel.com. Brendan Escott on the other side of the window today. Brendan, how are you doing, buddy? Oh, things are good today, Reader. Well, it's good you're having a good uh, good day. The Oil Kings off to a five and zero start. That's a, that's a big story there. Their best start ever in uh, in modern franchise history. Uh, you know, obviously coming off a last place season, they made some changes. New general manager, new head coach, Brad Lauer. So hopefully they can uh, they can keep rolling. They started you know with couple opponents that maybe aren't expected to have great seasons, but still, you, you got to win those games if you're going to get out there and assert yourself. We heard from Toby Reeder. We'll see where he fits in with the Oilers up front on defense. So Larson didn't practice today. Russell didn't practice today. They'll hold them out of the game on Wednesday. Hopefully they're both good to go on, uh, on the weekend on Saturday when the Oilers play a regular season game against New Jersey and Sweden. Bouchard jumped in there in Larson's spot. Nurse played with Benning. And Jason Garrison, who remains on a professional tryout, was paired with Ethan Bear. I don't know if you've heard, we got a gentleman named Eric who calls in frequently going back to last season who loves Ethan Bear. Uh, he, he, no, he describes Ethan Bear as being big and mean which I don't think those are Ethan's strengths, but I think he definitely has some ones moving the puck, and uh, he seems to be continuing to learn the defensive side of the puck as well, and that still has him in training camp, and uh, maybe, maybe in the lineup on Saturday, especially if the Oilers' injured D-men don't start feeling a little better. Bear spoke with Bob. All right, Ethan, uh, here you are. We're over in Europe, so it's a sign that obviously uh, you've made the team to this juncture. Just uh, a, a thought, first of all, on the experience. Have, have you ever been over in Europe before? And, uh, and and a thought of being with the group at this stage right now. Um, yeah, I've been in, I've been in Europe twice with uh, both U18 teams, um, but uh, to be here with this team and you know to experience this and kind of get to you know get the feel of you know the Germany and like the league and just the city itself is pretty sweet. Um, for me, it's pretty cool. It's pretty special. It's uh, and just to be here with the team is, is, you know, it means a lot to me. I've worked hard to get to this point, so I just want to keep playing better. In terms of your play in the preseason, my personal opinion is you've gotten better as the preseason has gone on. Have you felt more comfortable as the preseason has gone on? Absolutely. Yeah, I feel I feel very comfortable. Like. Uh, the more games I get into, just uh, you know, I get my feet under me more, and I just get that more confidence with the puck as the day goes on. So, um, you know, I just like just gotta keep going every day, and I just feel like you know every time I get out there, I just you know every chance I get, I get a little bit better. We know you committed yourself to changing your body composition, and it's really noticeable in terms of the work you did off the ice. But was there something specific to what Oilers management, Todd McClellan, the coaching staff told you at the end of the year exit interview in terms of what you had to improve upon the most if you want to be a full-time NHL player? Um, yeah, the whole thing was just conditioning, um, weight, um, pretty, pretty much everything into, like, to do with you know, training. Um, I had to eat a lot stronger, obviously. And um, but conditioning was a huge part for me uh, coming up. Like uh, getting those first couple games, like I, I felt like I didn't have enough wind out there. So I think this summer I really, you know, uh, really focused on conditioning a lot. But I think I kind of worked on pretty much everything I could. 
How do you, like, you're sitting there, you're trying to make a team, and you're looking at the other defensemen. How do you weigh your own personal interests as a player and making that squad, but also being a part of it? I mean, that's a very, because obviously you're watching things like how Yarabek would be performing or how Jason Garrison and on PTO is playing, how Evan Bouchard is playing. Yeah. That's kind of a tricky thing to sort of navigate, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's it's cool. Uh, it's actually a fun experience. I really enjoy it. Um, it's definitely new for me, uh, like in this type of situation in terms of making a team. Um, but you know, it's it's fun. You know, it's it's like the the, com- the competition every day, and but at the same time, building a friendship with each guy is pretty. It's pretty cool. It's something um, I never had to really do, so it's it's fun. I like it. I actually enjoy the competition and you know getting to know these guys. We're joined by our letters defenseman Ethan Bear, Bob Stopper with you. Ethan, I, I can tell you this: when I don't mention you in the context of defenseman, I get an immediate response because there is a lot of interest in you. Uh, and part of it, obviously, given the indigenous background, is that do you feel added pressure representing your community, or do you see it as as an opportunity to do something unique with that community. Yeah, no, exactly like you said. You know, it's an opportunity to do something unique. Um, you know, there's not there's not many First Nations players in the NHL, so you know, it's for all of us that are in the NHL. It's you're well noticed and you're recognized, and uh, everyone's following and rooting for you. So it, it just kind of gives you that little that little push to work harder, knowing that you know you got a lot of fans and a lot of support behind you. But um, but at the same time, you just want to play well and help your team win. As you close in on trying to make the team, those 18 games last season, they help, don't you? Because you've got guys that you've played with now, and they know a little about Ethan Bear. And if they have that little extra belief, sometimes that can make the difference, can it? Yeah, no, for real. Um, you know, it was nice to get those games because I got to get to see the guys' tendencies when they're playing, and just to get that, you know, get be more comfortable with them in the room in general, and then on the ice as well. It definitely helps. I'm, I'm pretty happy about those. That's Ethan Bear. Yeah, he's uh, he's been pretty solid. Couple of good one-timers throughout the preseason. Good with the puck. Seems to be settling down defensively. Maybe he's going to stick around. Maybe he'll play uh, more NHL games than, than at least what I would have thought as we move along throughout the season. Good for him. Hope he's able to keep it going. 780-496-0063. My goodness, it's Chris from Phoenix on the line. Hi, Chris. What up, Reed? Just- Got all excited when, uh, when I heard you're going to be hosting Oilers now. Nothing against Bob, but you know he gets annoying sometimes. Oh, jeez! Um, Come on now. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just joking. Bob's, uh, Bob's awesome. I, lo- I love his his perspective on things. Just wanted to let you know that I'm excited for the upcoming Oilers season. So all these doubters uh, outside of Edmonton and outside of the uh, the Oiler loving family, which we're a part of, um, can't wait to rub it in their noses because I think that the Oilers are going to come out kicking. Uh, we're going to lay a butt whooping on uh, on New Jersey. Excited. Um, also, just want to let you know that uh, you'll be getting your uh, your uh, you know daily maybe contributor from Phoenix. You know, got my life back together again. Kicked out my girlfriend, so you know, get back to my normal routine here. Excited, can't wait for the Oilers to play. Can't wait to see Connor score 50 goals this year. Um, and uh, that's all I really have. And uh, it's great hearing from you. And let's go Oilers! Right on, Chris. Uh, thanks for sharing the tidbits about your personal life. Well, maybe we'll do a full segment on that someday. Hope hope everything's going okay in that regard. It is uh, one twenty-seven inside uh, Oilers now on six thirty. Chet, this portion of the show presented by Royal Pizza. 
pizza, pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 49 years. For menu locations, visit royalpizza.ca and download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Do I have to give a recommendation here, Brendan? We get the Stauffer recommendation all the time. What's the Wilkie recommendation? Oh, I, I, I have had the meat lovers, and I, loved, I, I did love it. It made me fall in love with meat. I'm not touching that one, but I, well, what I will say is that uh, I got to try it out so we can get the Ascot recommendation well, sooner I think than by later. The end of the, maybe, maybe Royal Pizza is going to deliver pizza to us this week while Bob's away. Oh, that'd be Wouldn't nice. Wouldn't that be that'd that'd rub his nose in it? I like that. Pizza's, uh, listening. Meat lovers uh, for noon any day this week. Uh, we would eat it. Jay Woodcroft, when we get back. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.